Well, hello. I feel so weird. It's been so long. I had every intention to, I don't know, record often. Um, but here we are, almost a year later, and I am sitting in my house, and I figured, why not now? So I can't really fill you in that quickly. I feel like life just seems to go so slow but so fast all at the same time. Um, I think I took a pause because I had decided to do an Instagram page and I was putting my boys out there and I just got this icky feeling. I don't know why, but I took a step back and I really prayed a ton and waited for an answer. And a few months ago, I felt like I heard the answer and it was, you know, take them off, take them out of your social media and, you know, that's that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And so, you know, I, I hemmed and hawed a bit and then I did. And so I think I just pressed pause and tried to be a bit more mindful and intentional about what I was doing. Like, what am I doing? And I know that other people are like that too. And I'm not saying if you put your kids on social media, that's bad. But my kids are pretty stinking cute. And I realized the videos that they were in seemed to get a lot more, I don't know, people watching. Um, And that felt odd to me. I mean, it doesn't because they're way more interesting than I am. And the videos were cute and funny. But as soon as I just removed them from my page, I lost four followers. Like within, I would say, less than a minute or two, which I thought was really, really weird. So I just feel like it's, it was probably, I don't know, it was weird. Anyways, so that put me on pause for kind of recording and, and just what's my direction look like. And I also, um, became a coordinator, one of the coordinators for a mom group, um, in my town. And that kind of took up whatever bandwidth I had to think about doing other things. Yes, I'm still the coordinator, but things have settled down a bit, even though I'm pretty sure there's a form I'm supposed to be filling out right now um, and working on, which just occurred to me now. Um, And I decided to sign up for continuing education classes, which I could probably be doing now too. But for some reason, I've been on the couch for like an hour scrolling and it occurred to me like, hey, maybe you should record an episode. So here I am with, I'm going to call it season two, episode one. What are we going to talk about today? I don't know. Um, We'll get there though, I'm sure. I mean, I could talk for hours about pretty much anything. Um, I don't know how the weather is by you, but here we've had a unseasonably warm day where the sun has been out and I had the boys just out almost all day. They were exhausted and dirty and starving by dinner, which in my book means I have just done a great job today. Um, that's how I feel at least. And of course I got sun and, um, I always feel great when you get that vitamin D. So, um, so let's see, my boys now are one and a half, two and a half. Oh, three and a half. So Thatcher is one and a half and Weston is two, three and a half. Oh my goodness. It's like they get so old so quickly, but so slowly. Um, let's see. Weston, my three and a half year old, not two and a half year old mom brain. Um, he is just a chatterbox, has a wonderful imagination. We're struggling a bit with lying with him, which I think is very age appropriate for some kids. I know some children never probably 
go through a lying phase, but for for him, he's just kind of discovered what it is by happenstance. I think he like came across it by like kind of forgetting or just answering without thinking a few times. And then it was like, oh yeah, that is what I meant, you know. Anyways, um, so he lucked into that discovery. So we're trying to navigate that, which is super interesting. And then, um, what else? Oh, he's hilarious. He does this thing where, like, he'll try to lay out a plan and then he'll, like, close his eyes so, like, we can't tell him no. Um, like, it's just very three-and-a-half-year-old. He absolutely loves cuddling and reading books now, which my mama heart loves. I could just snuggle with him all day and read the same Berenstain or Berenstein. I don't know how you say it. Berenstein? Berenstein? I don't know. Books. Um the bears mama bear papa bear brother and sister bear and then they added honey which i don't remember yes they're old um but i try my best to find them at garage sales or we um or and i guess not or but and we check them out from the library like every week we go almost every week to library and those are that particular kind of book or series is one that he always checks out and then we've just got on pete the cat and um, he also likes Magic School Bus. I know throwback, but I think now I understand why my parents were so into like older music and stuff like that. It's because it's like familiar and I I feel like you trust it because you don't have to like read it before you read it because you've already read it. So, you know, it's like appropriate. Um, Yeah, I mean, we don't we I'm not gonna lie. We kind of censor. I sent I'm kind of nuts. I censor a lot of the things that he's exposed to, but. I feel like you can only do that for so long and I can right now. So my husband agrees. Why not? Um, So anyways, he loves that, loves digging, still loves tools. My husband for Christmas picked out a miniature snow blower, snow blower or not snow blower, leaf blower, sorry, um, that actually works. And I thought it was the duddiest present ever, but needless to say, my boys love it. So uh, he is obsessed with tools still and all things trucks. And um, it's really fun to start seeing him kind of make friends and make relationships because he does, um, I think because of the pandemic and moving states and having family far away and then us just being, um, I don't know, a little protective of just kind of like dropping him somewhere. Um, He wasn't really super social and now seeing him be so social is really, really fun to see that part of his personality Um, has just been, I don't know, great and super fun. And he's funny, but he's serious and I don't know, all the things I could talk about Weston forever, both my kids and my husband, probably anything, to be honest. Um, So anyways, and then there's Thatcher. He's one and a half. He's doing much better with eating. Um, Life was a little stressful with him um, for quite a while, but he's doing much, much, much better and so that's just been such a relief off my mom's heart, you know, my mama heart. Um, he's funny. Oh, he thinks he's funny too. He'll throw his head back and laugh and he has like this evil laugh that's like, ha 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 ha. And like, I, it's it's adorable. Um, and when he gets super tired, his giggles are the best. And if, if you just have one smaller kid, um, just relish in those because those laughs, like those kind of like belly intense full body like giggles that you get especially right around when they're tired they don't last forever their voice just changes or the laugh gets different but there's just this like little period of time where their giggle is just so sweet and innocent and just adorable and so 
um, he's in that stage and he's curious and he's mischievous and um, he's sassy. He'll like say no and like all sorts of things. He's just, he's a character. He's just animated and like kind of wants you to see when he's doing something naughty. Whereas my first like definitely like hid more what he was doing. So they're just very different kids. He's struggling. Oh, I hate to say this, but with biting, um, which again, I thought, no, my kid will never bite, but well, here we are. And so diving into that and, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, when and why and how to reprimand it has been a whole thing. And everyone has, it feels like different opinions and they're strong and, I think I just try to like get as much information as possible sometimes, but like not too much and then kind of try something out. And if it doesn't work after, you know, a few weeks of trying, then try something else. So, you know, we had kind of extinguished or put out that behavior and then it kind of came back after um, or during travel. Um, I think just a new place and new stressors and um, all that stuff and so yeah, so he's very sweet and super fun, and my husband still works um, in a factory, and um, yeah, we're just kind of doing really well and um, trying to decide like the next phase of our lives. He was in a contract or is in a contract until uh, around May, and so just trying to figure out like what does that mean for us, like where do we go from here? And as always, we're always looking at properties and stuff like that. No, we don't own a bunch of houses. We own one house, but we've, we've moved. This is our third house in, oh man, maybe four years or five years. I don't know exactly, but we've, we've just been kind of house hopping. Um, we purchased a house and then we had to move here. And then from here we picked a different house. And so, um, yeah, so we still live in about 800 square feet, two bedroom, one bath house um, in rural Kansas. Um, still hate the weather. Um, not a fan. Sorry. They say the sunsets are beautiful, but like eh, that's like a small part of the day. People are great. Super friendly. Um, yeah, and there's actually like some cool stuff to do within a few hours of here. Um, but it just still doesn't feel quite like where we're meant to be like. My feet don't feel like they were meant, like I'm not very grounded here. And I don't mean that in like a non-religious way, I guess, because I think maybe you could hear that and be like, oh, that doesn't sound, you know, that seems kind of hocus pocus. But I just, I felt so level and stable in Colorado when we lived there that I just can feel the difference here. And maybe that's just not having like the roots of wanting to, you know, feeling like you're going to stay somewhere. You want to stay somewhere. I think just because of how and when we moved here during the pandemic and just because his factory closed, it's not like we chose to move here. I mean, we did, but it didn't feel like that too at the same time. Maybe that's why it kind of feels like that. But yeah, so I mean, we're here. I would say we're doing our best to thrive. What else? So, um, yeah, so we tried to start, we didn't try, I guess we did, start a small group with uh, three other couples, which has been amazing. We're doing Sacred Marriage, which has a DVD set to it that has like six sessions, I guess. I don't know that you need other couples to do it with you, and maybe it would even be better if you just did it with your husband. I'm not sure, but it's been a very, very great group for us to have. We all have young children, and we do it with our kids around, and it can be a little loud and chaotic but 
overall, they just kind of gotten into a good, they just kind of like chill, like they play and they do things, but works for us. I'm grateful that, you know, I'm back in a small group where it's the whole family. I really, really value that experience of just kind of like parenting and just purposeful living together and alongside someone else especially like like as a whole family like it's nice when you can do it with someone else but it's really awesome when you can find whole families that want to do that with you um so we've been doing that and that again has just been great I encourage you if if you're feeling kind of isolated in a certain area to just like if there's not a group start one and if there is a group then just dive in and it you know with the local mom group that I'm one of the coordinators for this year you know I was a part of it but I think being a coordinator kind of made it more prominent in my life so it made me kind of reach out to people more and be very much more social for sure and I think that was really helpful to make me feel less isolated and then Stephen and I were going through a phase that was kind of challenging in our relationship a few months ago and I think gathering around just these these other couples and saying like hey we want to work on this would you work on it with us um and them saying yes was just so I don't know it was just it was God you know it just it feels like it was God's doing and we were open to it and I think you know it's it's just been really positive for us so I encourage you like that group didn't exist and we actually go to different churches and um you know it can be weird to ask people if they want to do stuff, but also very fruitful in the end. Um, so yeah. And then I have a friend that I've been kind of checking in back and forth with our, um, with our experiences in our marriage and how we're working towards being, I don't know, more biblical wives and what that means for us. And so that's been challenging. The first time I talked with her, it was a little challenging because sometimes you just want to whine at someone and have them be like, oh yeah, that's horrible. But when you have someone kind of reflecting a different perspective than where you're at, um, kind of a mirror, like, hey, I totally see what you're saying and how you could feel that way. Have you considered this? Or, you know, because at the end of the day, you can only work on yourself. So yeah, so that's kind of some things that I guess have been a big part of my life lately but yeah the world seems like it's just in this like kind of scary dark place and as a mom I just worry sometimes and I know we're not supposed to worry but I find myself just you know how do I know what to do or where to go and just had a lot of great mentors lately say you know pray or go to the bible or you know you're not meant to carry this. And just want to encourage whoever's listening um, to just do that. It can be incredibly helpful and relieving. And like, we were never meant to kind of carry every concern um, and every possible thing that can go wrong on our shoulders. And, you know, over the past few months, I've been realizing that that's kind of stealing the joy the fruit like of being a mom um if I'm constantly in anxiety or you know kind of I wouldn't say I suffer so much with depression I think the anxiety sometimes makes me lose energy and so that feels a bit like depression but I wouldn't say I experience like depression in the sense of of what that really looks like for people but 
I do struggle, I can tell, with different kinds of anxiety. And, you know, in the stillness of motherhood, which I know you may be like, Terry, those are stillness when you have little kids. But there is. There's there's these moments of stillness when you're doing like the same play over and over again where my mind can wander. And so just trying to take captive of those thoughts and realize that, you know, they're stealing the joy of that moment. Like I'm missing interacting with my children or I'm missing the joy that they're experiencing. Like watching your kids play is like the greatest joy ever. Like they're just like watching them explore and discover things. Like I miss it if I'm constantly inputting things to distract from the anxiety. So when I say that, I mean like if I constantly have podcasts on or a TV show on the background or music or I'm talking to somebody on the phone or I'm, you know, managing tasks. So I would say tasks kind of distract me from, yeah, so tasks too. Like anything that's kind of like numbing, scrolling. Scrolling on my phone is a good example. Like if there's too much stillness, I'll do one of those things. I need to knock out a task. I need to check this on my phone. Um, I want to listen to this podcast or this audiobook or whatever. I want something to take away the stillness. And I've really been trying to be more mindful of that and then sit in the stillness. And I've realized that I'm distracting myself from the stillness because in the stillness comes anxiety because my brain, I, I don't have captive, like I haven't taken captive my thoughts. And so I've been trying to really work on that and just kind of, you know, sit in the stillness have whatever anxious thoughts come, take hold of them and give them to God or fact check them a bit. Like, is it true that a meteor could come down and just like trash our house? Like, okay, yes. But like, has it ever happened before? One, no, not to me at least. And two, what's the probability? Is it less than winning the lottery? Do I know anyone that's won the lottery? No. Okay. It's probably not something I need to worry about. And so that's been really helpful. And I found just my experience of being a mom to be so much more enjoyable. Um, and I just find joy in like a lot more of the mundane moments or the tasks. And so I think that's what I've been working on the most in the past, I would say three to six months besides like marriage stuff and parenting stuff, but, but taking captive my thoughts and finding peace in the rest of motherhood. Cause there is rest if I don't distract away from it. And I don't let the anxiety take me away in it. There is rest and there is so much joy. And so I think that that finding those bits of joy have made me then be able to be a more present mom and in being more present, be able to like pray in the moment and have these conversations with God that help me be a better, I don't want to say better because that sounds so judgmental, but maybe, I don't know, like a more purposeful mom. I don't know. I'm sure somebody else would have better words. I'm sure there's a podcast about it that is that says it more eloquently than me. But um and definitely definitely that de- without a doubt my husband's experience of me has been more positive. I I can just tell cuz he enjoys seeing me enjoy my life that he provides like for. Like he provides the house and he provides all this stuff and he goes to work and he misses out on time with the family. And so if I'm constantly like, oh, oh, the kids this and like, oh, the house and oh, this and oh, that, 
I mean, imagine how he feels. He's like, I'm providing this horrible life for her, you know? And so it was almost like I wasn't very like grateful and that's not how I was trying to be. But it's just when you have that lens on of like anxiety or distracting or not wanting to be present, you know, it's just hard to be around somebody like that. So yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at in life, I guess. Um, I don't really have a plan for the future um, in terms of like career or, you know, anything like that or yeah, I was a therapist and I did that and I felt really called to do that at that time, but Right now, I don't feel super called to that. So I don't know what that means. Um, I get a lot of people asking if I like regret school, and I don't, and I do. Um, my master's program was expensive, but I feel like I learned a lot about myself. And not in like a selfish way, but like I was a pretty like, I don't know, I was just a very dysfunctional person. So I'm, I'm really grateful that my kids get to experience me like I am today and not like I was 10 years ago before I went through school. Um, and I hope that like, maybe I went to school. I think that sometimes that there was somebody that I, or maybe a few people I was supposed to be a therapist for and, you know, and it was for them. And so maybe just that role isn't needed. Like God needs me to be, you know, a stay-at-home mom right now. And that's where I'm at. And maybe, you know, in 15 years or six years, whenever he'll, you know, call in my heart again and I'll hear him. And then, you know, I'll know that I'm supposed to be a therapist and like in what direction. Um, and so I'll probably spend some time maybe talking about therapy stuff or that kind of stuff, because it is, you know, something that I've have some knowledge in and I definitely pull into my momming life, like being like, Oh, I was distracted or I, I distract myself from anxiety and stuff. So if you hear me talking about that, it's just, sometimes I forget that that I had that life before being a stay-at-home mom because I haven't worked in that capacity in like three years. That's a long time. I mean, I'm like an elder away from it now. You know, like I'm not an elder therapist. I'm I'm not old enough to be or experienced enough to be considered like amazing or, or very knowledgeable or a guru or anything like that. And that's not what I'm saying. I just mean I've been away for a long time. Um, and so, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, so I don't really have uh, much direction in career. Um, I don't, you know, Steve and I don't have a lot, a great plan for where we're going once his contract is up. We feel like we're going to stay here for a while just with the state of the economy and stuff. We are very blessed to have a very affordable and comfortable life where we live. Um, and in this day and age, that's the biggest blessing. And we get an abundance of time together, which is also something that just doesn't happen anymore. Um, we can pay our bills and we get time together. What else could you ask for? Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, still a stay-at-home mom. We're still doing some homeschooling. Um, he is three and a half, so it's 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 more just like occasionally a few times a week we'll, you know, go over numbers or colors. We do use our curriculum um, very loosely. Um I mean, kind of loosely. I don't know if very loosely is the right term, but I definitely let some morning slide if we have morning appointments and stuff like that. Um, or we have friends over or play dates or something like that. I'm not like, we have to do school before we do anything. I mean, he's three and a half. I can't imagine it mattering that much. And I did some research a week or two ago and, and it doesn't seem like it will. So, but he enjoys learning and so does Thatcher. So 
I mean, they love trying things and I don't know, we have a little science kit. Like they enjoy reading and learning. I don't think they're going to be delayed at all, despite some people's thoughts maybe. But yeah, so that's where we are. We're we're healthy currently and and uh, yeah, you're probably like, I don't want to listen to that. That sounds so boring. Like tell me all the bad stuff. But I'm just kind of in a sweet season and I think maybe it's a good time to kind of start up a podcast and and reflect on you know how we got to the sweet season and then when the hiccups and the inevitable season changes because that's how we grow and things change and god you know chisels away at at the things that need to change um then maybe I'll be in a good habit of doing this so anyways well I will let you go about your laundry doing or whatever you're doing and oh my it's almost been 25 minutes so I'm sure you're overhearing my voice I don't I mean yeah I can't believe I talked for that long but anyways hope you have a great night and I'll be praying for you